I would definitely tell my younger self to just think bigger, think bigger, think bigger, and, and focus more on the bigger picture, um, just to be more conscious of the choices that you make every day. Welcome to the Small Steps Big Wins podcast, where I'm dedicated to helping you take control of your life. I'm Sue Saller, and I'm excited to be your host on this journey. I'll be bringing you inspiring stories, practical tips, and expert advice to help you overcome obstacles, set and achieve your goals, and live the life you've always wanted. Together, we'll discover that making small changes is not only possible, but can lead to big results. Join me now as we explore the power of positive thinking, the art of goal setting, and the strategies for success. Are you ready? Let's go do this. Welcome to the Small Steps Big Wins podcast, and I would love to welcome Jeff Kua to our show. Jeff is not only a friend of mine, but a full-time electrician and real estate investor looking to scale his portfolio to multifamily. Jeff lives in the Bay Area of San Francisco and started his real estate investing journey with house hacking. Jeff, welcome. I cannot wait to hear what you have to share today. Yeah, thank you, Sue. Yeah, thanks for having me as a guest here on your wonderful podcast. And I'm very excited right now and very honored to be here today. Thank uh, you, Sue. You're Appreciate welcome. <laughs> I'm glad you're here. I'd like to start with your superhero backstory because you have an amazing one to tell. Yeah, yeah. So I grew up in Redwood City, which is uh, it's in, San, in the San Francisco Bay Area. Um, I'm currently 37 years old, and I started my real estate investing journey in 2020, you know, right there smack dab in the middle of the pandemic. Yeah, I think a lot of what has shaped me today is uh, my experiences when I was younger, when I was a child and my teens growing up. So my mother raised me pretty much by herself, and my father was pretty much out of the picture early on. Um, and I ended up, you know, making a lot of poor choices back then when I was younger. Um, I went to juvenile juvenile hall early, and I even went to county jail for a year. Mm -hmm. um, I, I hung around the wrong crowd, but, you know, like, in the back of my head, I always knew that uh, I was capable of so much more. I think that's the way my, you know, my mom brought me up good. I just started hanging around the wrong crowd. Uh, and I think that mindset is kind of what really helped me pivot off the path quickly, just just knowing my potential, you know, early on. And yeah, I, I remember back then, I, I was just having a hard time getting jobs because of uh, the backgrounds. And, but, you know, I just, I, get, I kept pushing forward. I, I never gave up. I enrolled in um, like a solar panel installer program through this place called job train it's just like a it's, a it's a free nonprofit school where you know you can come in and learn learn trade skills um my neighbor was actually like a uh the person that typed up the resumes so she helped me make a resume and she worked there at job train so she got me in uh, i met my now fiance which is that's a life changer for me in so many ways um, I worked as a solar installer for a couple of years and then ended up joining a, a local, uh, the local electrical workers union around here. Um, and that was from advice from one of my coworkers um, at the solar job. Yeah, joining, so joining the union has been pretty awesome for me so far. And it's allowed me to go through a, a five-year apprenticeship with no student debt at all and graduate with a rare and valuable tangible skill as a journeyman electrician. Mm -hmm. And the truth is I actually like my W2 profession. I like working with my hands and 
having a tangible product to offer. Uh, just for me, it's just the, I hate, I hate, hate, hate the dependency on a paycheck. Mm. And that's kind of like what's driving me today to, you know, um, to pursue my real estate investing career. Um, yeah. yeah. And, you know, as I mentioned earlier, Sue, um, I started investing in 2020. We rented out our, our quote unquote dream home at the time. So we pulled out the equity and purchased our first house hack in San Leandro and our first out of state rental, which is in St. Pete's, Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, so, wow. so far, you know, we own three rentals, self-managing it ourselves. And, um, right now I'm looking to break through in the 15, 15 plus, um, small mom and pops apartment complexes. And, um, it's just crazy. Cause I got this opportunity recently from, um, from my mentor. He's, he's the only entrepreneur, the only business guy that I know personally. Uh, and he's kind of bless me with the opportunity sorry if i uh if i no no that's one no that's one amazing story because you can encourage somebody out there you know you went from a troubled youth in jail uh to pushing your way through not only to learn how to install solar panels but then go on to be a journeyman electrician on top of that and now today you own three uh, rentals, I think that's an am- pretty amazing story and one amazing journey. I want you to dive in a little bit more into some situations that shaped who you are and what you learned from them. Yeah, so, um, you know, um, some situations that shaped me was um, when my parents divorced at a, at a young age, you know, I think that's when all, all the trouble kind of started. You know, I started yeah. acting out. <laughs> Pretty much, you know, because uh, I was raised by my mom, pretty much. She had open heart surgery, which was kind of like an eye opener for me that I, I don't want to put any more stress on her. And, you know, just mm. let's mm-hmm. figure out the right way to, to go the right approach to life, you know. So so um, you were a teen when your mom had uh, her heart surgery? I was probably in my early 20s, like 21, oh. something like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, at the same time, when I was uh, trying to get into the the free schooling, the job train, you know, mm-hmm. I met my my now fiance Kim, and just mm-hmm. people started entering into my life that kind of redirected me, just helped me kind of uh, put the ultra boosters on and, and pivot out of that. Yeah, would you say your mom's surgery was kind of the pivoting point in your life that transformed you and sent you in a different direction? Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Just, what were some uh, changes besides meeting your fiance and going to school? Were there other changes that you know you made as a result of that? Yeah, you know what, Sue. I think that's that's a good question because that I think that's the point where you know when I when I saw my mom and it might have been the last time I could have seen my mom when she went to mm-hmm. surgery and you know it just opened up my eyes like um, the the path that I'm headed on. I'm going to cause more more stress on people that, you know, have that, that love me and care for me. You know, I'm not just affecting myself I'm, I'm affecting other people with the things mm-hmm. that I'm doing. And that kind of like, after that point, after my mom's surgery, that's kind of when I started like cutting people off and, you know, mm-hmm. not hanging out with the same crowd and starting to surround myself with um, better caliber people, just people that are, you know, approaching life differently and trying to achieve, mm-hmm. achieve more. Yeah. Great yeah, question, Sue. 
there's a saying that says you are a compilation of the five people you spend the most time with. So yeah. it makes complete sense that you cut out the people who were not productive in your life and then started surrounding yourself with people who were. And obviously that's made a transformation between who you were to who you are now. So that made a huge difference. Um, was there anything else that contributed to your change? Um, yeah, um, like meeting my fiance too. Um, yeah, she she kind of put in perspective like, so that was was kind of hard headed, right? Obviously, growing up, and she was kind of you know getting with the right woman. She slowed me down and just made me realize, you know, like you know, my way is obviously not the only way, and it's not working out good right now. But but she did tell me in, from the very beginning of our relationship that you know she sees a lot more in me, and you know it's just mm -hmm. my my approach, um, people that I hang out with, and where I'm spending my time and energy, it could go more, it could go be in a better vehicle, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I, I took that to heart and I agreed. I'm like, and I, I know this. So the only thing to do is just start taking daily action. Just start, start going that mm -hmm. direction. You know? How'd it make you feel when you realized that she's behind you? Yeah. I mean, it, it felt great um, to have that kind of, have that kind of love and support, you know, by your side, because it, you, I, you feel like you can do anything at, at that point, at least for me, if you have someone that's, that's there, you know, supporting you, you know, and that's seen your past and they know the, the direction I could be going and what I'm, what I could be achieving, you know? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. What are some things that you look forward to because of the changes that you made in your life? Yeah. Um, so I'm looking forward for a, a free, abundant, mobile life filled with travel and adventure where it just feels like one big adventure every day, Sue. <laughs> and um, I, I think as I, I keep on progressing and I keep on fine-tuning myself as a person, um, I'll be able to make enormous impact in a positive way to others that need encouragement and uplifting because I enjoy that. Like I enjoy like even my, my peers at my W-2. You know, some of them are getting into real estate investing too. That they never mm. even saw that way, and even they never even saw that light. And mm. I, I enjoy mm. like seeing people turn over, and they I see the spark. I'm like, oh, that's possible. Yeah, I, I like like <laughs> being the one that that's there for them. Be like, yeah, you can do it like this. You know, just go yeah, read yeah. this book. So, you know, it's, I think that's that was eye opening for me when people were kind of like feeding me material and and just putting their hand back and reaching back and helping me out along the journey. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. It sounds like you enjoy giving to others and yeah. that's a good, that's a good thing. I am curious, what does a mobile life look like for you? Like I get um, the concept that, you know, but you personally, if you can design your mobile life, what would that look like? Yeah. I mean, um, I don't know. I always had felt like, you know, a lot of people, they want to grow old and, in a countryside by you know the farm but for me it's like i want to have a mobile life like i want to grow old in in uh in greece i want to grow old in ah. in florida and you know i just i think mobility is like freedom too you know like being able to travel and and that's something that i'd like to do live everywhere <laughs> if you could go back in time to your younger self and deliver a message what would that be and why would you tell yourself that yeah great question sue so man 
there was a lot I was doing when I was younger that I wish that, you know, I knew what I knew now, but uh, I would definitely tell my younger self to just think bigger, think bigger, think bigger and, and focus more on the bigger picture, um, just to be more conscious of the choices that you make every day you know because they, they're all going to affect it's like a ripple effect it's going to affect the, the tomorrow and I, I would just tell my younger self just to, to go with your gut more and 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 don't settle don't don't settle for mediocre you know just mm -hmm. you know just because this this job you know a job might be uh well paying you got to ask yourself am i really settling for this w2 or, or mm -hmm. what else what else can i achieve you know and that's kind of what I told myself, like, I mean, we get paid decent, right, as a union electrician, but, you know, I felt like I had hit a plateau, like, okay, I finished the five-year apprenticeship, I'm a journeyman now, what else can I do, you know, so mm -hmm. I just always try to push myself to see what else I'm capable of, mm -hmm. of accomplishing, um, and just uh, don't try to fit in, right, don't, if I could tell my younger self, don't try to fit in, and no reason to you're unique in your own way and you know just take more action towards your own passions and your own and your own goals with no fear you know no fear at all mm. that's what i tell my younger self i saw recently you posted a quote on uh, uh facebook yeah. <laughs> you don't get and i loved it and i wanted to ask you about it and your quote was you don't get to practice life and yeah. i just thought that was an awesome quote I just wanted to bring that up. I, I think I heard it from one of a uh, from a friend in, in the trade. You know, it's like, mm. yeah, man. I mean, you don't you don't get to practice life, so um, mm -hmm. you don't. For me, like, I don't know if it's the same for you, um, but I don't want to live with like regret. You know, mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. you know that's if you want to do something, just just go for it, and <laughs> you don't get to practice life, right? So, <laughs> you can't you can't do it. You can't you. I can't do it later, you know. <laughs> yeah, I've heard it also it say, uh, fear regret, don't fear failure. The learning comes in the failures, doesn't it? When you tackle your fear head on and you go and you say, okay, I'm going to do this thing, even though I'm not sure how it's going to turn out, you just go ahead and do it anyway. And I find that the more you face your fears, the easier it becomes. I would think that you would agree with that. I mean, you went from knowing not much at all about real estate to now having three rentals. And one of them, you live in San Francisco, and one of your rentals is in Florida. That alone, I know to some people out there would be like, whoa, that's a big fear for me. I wouldn't want to do that. Do you want to talk for a minute about what was going through your mind to go buy a property in Florida? And then there's a little bit of fear involved there. It's just I built up my courage to, to do that. That was something that was I, I didn't know anything about. So I started educating myself. I could feel more comfortable and, you know, watching the bigger pockets. That's when I fell in after I, after I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, I fell in the bigger pocket. I think I watched every episode and just, <laughs> you just know it's possible to, to do, you know, at that point mm. after you, you know, you keep on seeing other people, just normal people like, like you and I doing these things. And I just started um, building up my courage by educating myself and reading the books, taking all the steps to take to, to mitigate the risk and Mm -hmm. Step by step, I just I just followed what everybody else has done before me as investors. Follow the blueprint, you know. Get out there, find your team, 
you know, do your market research, know that market cold, you know. Yeah, I think I remember the biggest uh, hurdle is I was almost getting into analysis paralysis, right, analyzing the properties and like, okay, it doesn't have to be a home run. As long mm. as it checks off, you know, 80% of the boxes, let's go ahead and pull the trigger, you know. Let's get the singles, let's get the base hits, you know, mm-hmm. eventually – Eventually, long-term, those base hits are going to turn into home runs. You made a really good point. You don't have to get the home run. It doesn't have to be perfect, just done. And you have all the knowledge that you need. And if there's something that comes up, you just figure it out and go find the answer to it. I love that. What are some daily habits that you do that help you achieve the life that you're living now? Yeah, well, thanks to you, Sue. I think you're the one that um, turned me on to um, Miracle Morning. And that was was another game changer for me. So since then, I started adapting daily habits such as savers. They mentioned it in that book. So first thing in the morning, every morning now, I'm doing my savers, which stands for silence, affirmations, visualization, exercise, reading, and scribing. So I do those in the morning, wake up early, like 5.30, 6 o'clock. I eat a healthy breakfast uh, to start the day. And then I read books in my spare time. So it's crazy that I never play music in my car or anything like that. It's always audible books <laughs> that are it's like the, okay. <laughs> a, library on, it's a, li- a library on wheels whenever I'm driving around doing errands or commuting. And then other than that, I, we like me and my fiance, we go hike all the time. Like on, our, on the weekends, we go and hike and just try to surround ourselves with, with the high achievers and people that are like-minded so yeah i know me mm-hmm. and you are part of the community on emerge that's why we're all we're all there is to just be around each other and lift each other up and just being around people that want more out of life you know mm-hmm. than just a, you know, a nine to five and being on the treadmill on the hamster wheel i can't stress enough who you hang around with influences what direction you go in and if I could say one take one major takeaway is not the only one, but one major takeaway of something somebody could do today is take stock of who your friends are and look at who you're hanging around with. And is that person, you know, uplifting you in the direction you want to move in? Or is that person dragging you down and putting you in a different place or somewhere that you don't want to be? And, you know, they might not even realize that they're doing it, but really who you surround yourself with does make a big difference. So you have overcome a lot of challenges in your life. What advice would you give to our listeners about things that you have done to face your fears and how you overcome them? Yeah. So yeah, fear for me is uh, it's a great indicator. Um, it's just indicating to me what I need to confront and what I what I need to do, you know, what I need to build my courage in, because that's what's ultimately going to push past fear is having the courage to do it anyway, right? And just, you know, don't don't be give in to the fear. Embrace your fears as, as something that's use it as fuel. It's, it's telling you to go, you know, that mm. direction. For me, what's worked for me is I don't give uh, fear time, right? If I sit on something uh, that I, I'm scared of doing, I just give it too much time to get all comfy and, and marinate, then that's when I'll probably do it the least. I'll never get to it. Uh, so I just, uh, if there's a challenge in front of me that I'm just scared of, I, I just start start chipping away at it, start going, and it gets easier. It always does. Just using fear as an indicator and just embracing it. 
Oh, actually, that's a good point. Don't give fear time. I really like that. Don't give it time. From your story, what advice would you want to leave us with? I would like to, if I could leave anything, just just try to bring fresh perspectives into your life, whether it's like trying new food, you know, reading reading a new book, watching something new, listening to a, a new genre of music you've never heard, or you know, mm-hmm. watching a documentary about influential people in history that you're not familiar with experiencing something new like a museum or new adventures you know like skydiving or just just something that is outside the norm for you just uh try something new and it for me it worked a lot i used to do that a lot just try something new listen to something new and it just kind of just opened up different avenues for me and you know i'm able to see different points of view and it just helped help me out in a lot of ways that's some great advice just to do something new what's a few things you've done recently that have been new uh yeah so for me this is new for me right now <laughs> podcasting <laughs> and and um just networking because um along my journey in real estate i like i i was always kind of hesitant of networking going to the meetups doing stuff like this one-on-one zoom calls even Zoom calls were new to me, um, but that's the things that I'm doing in my life is just getting out of my comfort zone, and I'm learning. Every time I step out of my comfort zone, I'm clearing out even more fog. Mm-hmm. You know, I could, I could see even further. Yeah, I think that's a, been a key piece to part of my development. So what's your one big, hairy, audacious goal then? Yeah, so uh, my five-year goal is to be financially free. So that's 2027. My goal mm-hmm. is to be financially free, and we, we, we're going to have our primary home in uh, Maui. Um, and at that point, five years from now, we're going to be full-time real estate, and the, the W-2 will be an option, and we're just going to take daily action towards it. For me to achieve this goal, I'm going to have to be set up with the right foundation. So right now it's being frugal, living a frugal life um, so that we can build the runway to be able to accomplish it. And uh, yes, we, um, so we are reverse engineering it. You know, if you have a goal in mind, you say, okay, so if I want to be here at this point and I need to have this many assets, you know, I got to be clearing, you know, X amount of money a month to be here in two years, three years, four years. Um, and you just have to take the, we're just, you got to take the action that's going to get you there year after year after year to where you're going to, you grow into it. Uh, that's what we're doing is, um, Dilogy trying to figure it all out and put all the pieces together for, for this, uh, apartment multifamily venture. I love the term reverse engineering. And it sounds like that's what you're doing. You know where you want to go and you're going to work yourself backwards in order to get there. I think that's a great idea. And I know many people that do it and they achieve and accomplish their goals that way. So I am glad you shared that with us. What's one book that you would recommend everyone should read? Oh yeah. I, I say this book to everybody that, that asked me this, uh, but the rich dad, poor dad, like I mentioned earlier, and that, that one changed everything. That one, you know, after I, I think I read it on uh, in the middle of the pandemic, 2020, everybody got everybody got sent home from the job site furloughed. And I finally got a chance to, you know, pick up that book and read it front to back. I couldn't put it down. I read it front to back 
And uh, that's when it all changed. That's when everything all changed. It all pivoted after that. Shortly after that, that's when we started running our our quote-unquote dream house out. And um, Mm -hmm. we started buying more property. So I'm assuming your fiance was on board. Did she read the book too? Yeah, she did. So I said, yeah. I said, babe, you have to read this book. Just read this book. She said, okay, okay, <laughs> I'll read it. I kept on bugging her. It was the light switch that went off. Like we're doing it all wrong. It's assets versus liabilities and the simple things. He just breaks it down so simply and the contrast mm-hmm. that he has with the rich dad and the poor dad. Um, mm-hmm. It makes you see, he, he mentions, you know, there's, there's three sides to a coin. There's heads, tails, and the edge. And you, you know, you want to you want to stay on the edge because that's where you grow. So it yeah. just it just opened yeah. out the floodgates to all the self education. So I always recommend mm-hmm. that one, like as a change your mindset first. You know, change how you think yeah. first about money. Uh, I agree finance. with you. You, I also read the Rich Dad Poor Dad about two years ago, and quite honestly, I wish I had read it sooner. Jeff, yeah. I I want to thank you for taking the time to be on my podcast today. Uh, we learned a lot about your backstory, how to tackle adversity and how you overcame it, and that your past really doesn't dictate what your future is going to be. Is there anything else you want to add before we close? Um, yeah, I just want to say, Sue, I appreciate you. I appreciate your, the podcast um, and just um, so for much more success for you for the podcast. And I hope everybody's oh, enjoyed my story. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here, Jeff. Well, I hope you enjoyed my interview today with Jeff. You can reach out to him on Instagram and LinkedIn in the show notes below. We got some great advice on facing fears and overcoming adversity. So what's the one thing that you're going to do today to change your tomorrow? Is it take stock of your friend group or pick up a copy of Rich Dad, Poor Dad? Whatever you do, take action. I want to thank you for listening to my podcast. I value your time with me because I realize you could be listening to someone else right now. If you got any value or think someone else can benefit from what you heard, please spread the word, hit subscribe, and check out my website at www.suesallard.com. Remember, life doesn't get better by chance. It gets better by choice. Take small steps and make today awesome, friends. God bless.